This is Doug Loves Minis. Hey, 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 Short Rounds. My name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Minis, the show that's going to talk about 365 movies this year, I hope, coming to you from Los Angeles on Tuesday, January 27th. I'm very excited about the Doug Loves Movies taping tonight at UCB because an actual movie star who I've admired since he was on television is going to be a guest, along with two Doug Loves Movies favorites, schedules permitting. As promised, I'm going to reveal another co-interrupter of one of the Twilight films on February 7th and 8th in San Francisco. On Saturday, February 7th at the Castro Theater at 420, one of the four guests joining me to interrupt Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1, Chris Hardwick. So come on down and yell points every time he says something funny. sfsketchfest.com for tickets. And uh, let me remind you, I said that uh, Scott Ackerman will be there on the second day, February 8th. You can buy tickets for both. The Douglas Movies Challenge continues. Movie number 17, I watched The Other Woman on HBO. I didn't see it in theaters because it's a comedy that stars Cameron Diaz, and I don't like comedies that star Cameron Diaz. And this one, no exception. There are worse ones, I suppose. Nicki Minaj is uh, appealing as an actress. Kate Upton's tits. And that's all I have to say about it. Movie number 18, De Jour Une Nuit, or Two Days, One Night. It stars Marion Cotillard, who is nominated for Best Actress, deservedly so, but still is probably going to lose to Julianne Moore. Uh, the two days and one night in question is the amount of time uh, Marion's character has to convince her fellow employees to give up their bonuses so she won't get laid off. That's right. Over one weekend, she has to go visit, I think it's uh, 17 or 18 people that she works with, and she has to ask them to uh, give up their bonus of 1,000 euros in order for her to keep her job. It really makes you ask yourself what you'd do in that situation. If she asked me, I, I think I'd do the former, but you just don't know until, uh, until it happens. It's a tough movie to watch, kind of like The Office, sans the comedy. It's just uncomfortable, but uh, Cotillard's performance is incredible. So I'm going to give it a Doug digs it. Let's see what you guys are watching. Let me pull up my Twitter account. Hashtags 365 days, 365 movies, DLM challenge. A-K-S-C-O, a Kesco <laughs> for movie number 33, Love is Strange. Love is tough in New York City for old gays. Well, I don't know if that's true, but I do have to see that movie because uh, our buddy John Lithgow is in it, along with the great Alfred Molina, so uh, I want to see it. The Two-Headed Bah, B-A-H, uh, for movie number 12, 27, The Interview. Good, silly, fun, exactly what you expect from Rogan and Franco. I agree, dude. Jay Radimus. Uh, is up to movie number 17, Die Hard, Christmas classic, Pete Killer for movie number 24, Watch Safe House, no one is safe, no one is house, and uh, my name is Bread, we've seen him on here before, he's up to 43 movies, 
Yeah. He watched District B-13. Minus the bad English dub, this was obviously way better than Brick Mansions, but no RZA. All right. I don't know what most of that means. <laughs> Ralph Varlis for number 33, watched Stonehurst Asylum. Some interesting twists that I saw coming. So that doesn't sound like a recommendation. Uh, let's see. Oh, another interview. Uh, Miss Nixmam saw the interview as movie number 25, unexpectedly hilarious despite Franco's overacting. Yeah, it really kind of comes down to whether or not you like James Franco's performance in it, because he's really uh, over the top, but, uh, but I thought it was fun. British Dominion, movie 42, you're killing it. Revenge of the Pink Panther. Dire setup saved by funny, frantic finale. I gotta say, I've got a soft spot for all of the uh, Peter Sellers Pink Panther movies, because even the ones that weren't good still have uh, amazing, violent fight scenes between him and Kato. Uh, Zach Bentz for movie number 20 saw Diamonds Are Forever. Missed this a while back somehow. Can't wait to get done with all of these. Oh, so uh, are you saying you need to see all of the James Bond movies? I think I've seen every single one. In fact, I'm sure of it. Um, what else? A underscore H-Bomb underscore saw Birdman as movie number 11. I've only seen three of the best pick noms, but I'm pulling for this to win the gold. Well, you should see the rest of them, because I think there's probably another couple ones in there that you might enjoy. Uh, it's eight movies, and you've only seen three of them. Come on. Give them a, give them a break. <laughs> and Sebastian Nebel, for movie 21, saw Woodstock, the director's cut, from 1970. How long was that? It's probably like a four- or five-hour movie. I don't know if I'm going to see any movies that long. I'm having trouble squeezing in these uh, these 90-minute movies. Boyhood might be the longest movie that I see this year. Keep up the good work, everybody. And as always, corporate layoffs are a shithead. All right. Avocado Fox, for starter. Tell me, tell me what you think this dream means. Okay? I had a dream. You know, I've been leaving my dreams on Doug Benson's mini podcast. I had a dream that I had my hands in my pocket, I'm in a pair of jeans, and I'm pulling the jeans like they're real stretchy. I go, these are comfortable jeans. I'm looking at my feet, and I'm walking around cobblestones by a castle, and there's a huge head of a woman. Like, a huge head of a woman. I don't fear. I'm not I'm looking down at my feet, but she's above me. And she's saying, you know, it's not possible for you to dream like this. I don't believe these dreams. And I, I don't think they're real. And I said to her, I said, yeah, I said to her, and I'm not looking at her, I go, it's almost like she listens to Doug's podcast, and now she's a, a psychologist, she's analyzing me. I go, honey, I dream different than everyone. And I said to her, in this dream, I go, I'm dreaming right now, and I know it. I know I'm asleep. I go, as a matter of fact, I, I go, I can jump big. And I go, boom, and I leap in the air and land up by the gargoyles on a castle. And I go, and I'm dreaming. I'm saying this to her. I'm like, well, I'm not saying it. Verbatim, I'm saying, and I'm dreaming right now. And all of a sudden, I see dragons off in the distance, and I go, Game of Thrones is back, and I fucking disappeared. I was like, I don't have time for this bitch, and I just fucking flew off. I was like, how crazy that I knew in a dream that I knew that I was dreaming, I knew I was asleep. Fucking malaria pills. Yeah, everyone gets some good dreams. This is Douglas Manny. 